0: This is a life-changing message from Abundant Life Christian Center in Newark, Delaware. More information about Abundant Life can be found at www.alcc1.org. Now, let's join Pastor Jack Miller. How many of you know right now, In uh, let's, let's use the locale where we are. How many of you realize right now in Philadelphia uh, the International Airport, that there are planes taking off. How many of y'all believe it? Yeah. All right, okay. How many of y'all believe that they are going to a destination uh, that at this time you are not going? How right. right. yes. many y'all believe it? Amen. Okay, you got to believe that because you're sitting here. Right. Yeah. All right, now why, does that make sense? Now, I want you to understand something. When God sows a word, His word is going places. And it's a set up time for you to receive so that you get on board. So that you will end up at the destination that he has already planned for you. Are you with me? Now, this is what you got to understand. There are a lot of people that aren't on that plane this morning that may be heading to Florida. Are you with me? So either they weren't supposed to be on that plane or they miss their plane, one of the things the Lord wants you to know, never ever miss your flight. Amen. Are you listening to me? See, because there are times he's speaking, like this morning, he's speaking very strong and ardent to the church. And he's speaking, this is not a time for you to miss because if you miss, you miss your destination. You think you're okay, but you're not because, see, that plane is still going whether you get on or not. Are you listening to me? And see, a lot of times we think, well, I can miss, I can be all right. You know what I mean? Oh, I can be all right if I don't get what God has at this time. No, 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 no. Honey, look at yourself and say, no, it is never good to miss what God has for you. Hunt your neighbor and say, "I I know that's right. It's never a time. Why? Because that plane is still flying. And it's still landing at its destination. And how dare you miss your destination? Somebody say amen. All right. Y'all ready to go to work? All right. Let's turn with me to Luke 6. Y'all, man, this is going to be cool. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, "I'm I'm ready. I'm hungry. All right. Let's go to Luke 6 and 27. That's why you my daughter. Glory to God. Amen. I'm just claiming you. Amen in Jesus' name. Mine, glory to God. Is God good? Look, everybody there say amen. amen. All right, here we go. All right. But I say unto you. Now, I got to set this up a little bit because I want you to understand. If you're looking at it in your Bible, I think it's red letter. Yes. And that when it's red letter, that means Jesus. Jesus saying it. All right. So it carries a lot of weight, right? All right. I want to tell you, I want to talk to you about something that we started on Wednesday night because we're still in understanding authority and walking in authority. But one thing I found out that people will not walk in what God has given them if there's another weight on them. And one of the weights that we found out, even on Wednesday, that gets on people is called hurt. And people get hurt, and we're going to talk about how people get hurt, and they get hurt in so many different ways. And then, if not careful, we'll continually lie in our hurt, and we won't come out of our hurt, and we'll wonder, why am I at this place? And sometimes we have to identify why, how I got there, not only how I got there, why am I still there? Amen? Because, listen to my heart. If you live in this world long enough, you're going to be hurt. Amen. I know you ain't going to receive that. You don't want to receive that. A lot of people say, I don't want to receive that. I don't receive that. All good things come to me. Well, you know, the Bible says in this world you will have trouble. And see, here's the thing. If every one of you had the choice to pick what trouble you got, you would pick the easiest one. Am I right? But we don't get to pick that one. And I'm going to show you today how trouble comes or how hurt comes into your life. I want to show you today that really most hurts, if not all, are uncontrolled emotions. And when I don't deal with it, it takes me to another level. And the enemy, this is what we didn't understand, that uncontrolled emotions, left not checked, the enemy uses to come into your life. And he uses it not for you, but he'll use it against you. And you're wondering, how did I get stuck here? See, it's all about how did I deal with it. And you're going to hear me say this over and over. It's not what was done to you, but how you respond. Are you listening to me? All right, I'm going to review a little bit on Wednesday. But really, it is about how did you respond to what happened to you? I, I had told folk this about my daughter and uh, uh, we'll go on and she had, something had happened, you know, uh, to me and I had talked about it and I kept talking about it and I kept talking about Come it. Come on. And I kept talking about it. And I kept about it. And I think I'm and I and I think it. I got on her nerves. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. How many of you ever get on somebody? Because you keep you keep talking and because you hurt. And sometimes you don't talk about it. Sometimes you keep it all on the inside. And, and, and that becomes even worse also because eventually that's going to be exploding. And that's going to be a bomb. And once that bomb explodes, it gets on everybody. All right. Listen to my heart. You're going to have to understand how do I respond to hurt? Because if I don't understand this, every one of us are going to have to go through something. Are y'all listening to me? You're going to have to. Look, Elijah. Elijah, How many of y'all remember these two stories? I'm going to just give you a few stories of biblical stories. How many of y'all remember the story of Mary and Martha? Y'all remember how one was serving and one got upset, hurt in her feelings. Got caught in her feelings because... She, I'm working, and it looks like she's just laying at your feet worshiping. She just, she's worshiping, but it looks like she ain't doing nothing. I'm caught in my feelings by what I see. Because I think somebody ain't doing what they're supposed to do. Didn't you remember Elijah. First, uh, I think it was First Kings 19, where Elijah told, tells God he's been running. Uh, uh, Jezebel tells Elijah. Now watch this. Elijah has just called down fire. Acted like a real awesome man of God. All right. Now watch this. Did great works in the sight of God. Great miracles. But then he, uh, Jezebel tells him, you, you, by the end of this day. Your life will be mine. Amen. I'm tired of you messing with my stuff. And he, he was like what she said. <laughs> Ain't nothing like a strong willed Woman. <laughs> Can I get a witness? Yeah. Them ones who won't give up that drive who won't give up that steering wheel for nothing. Some marriages are in trouble because you still want to drive. And now that he done got saved and got sanctified, you need to give the wheel back. Say it again, Pastor. Oh, that's a little strong, ain't it? But see, it's a little hard for you to get the wheel back because you done conditioned yourself to think that you should be in the driver's seat. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I'm right. I know. I'm right. right. But he got to, He got to grow. He got to get something and he got to become. Give that man his step back. Let him take the jar back down. That's right. Some of y'all going to catch what I just said. Amen. And give them back to him. Yes. All right. OK. all right. Somebody will be like, what was he talking about? I don't know what he was saying, but you just catch it later. Where you'll go, oh, God, I know what he was saying. I can't believe that. In this world, you're going to have hurt. I won't tell you, you're going to hurt. You're going to have friends that hurt you. You're going to have things that hurt you. And people who don't even know you will try to hurt you. But how you deal with the hurt will determine how you come out on the other side. And many times we are internalizing the hurt and the pain, and that just makes it greater. Are y'all listening to me? You know, if you've been been long enough, somebody's going to say something, somebody's going to do something, it's going to get on your nerve. Are y'all with me? Amen. And a lot of times the enemy tries to inflict the most pain to those from those that are closest to us. Y'all getting that thing? All right, turn with me the loop. So one thing we've already realized: hurt, hurt's going to come. Some of you come on, some of you that are listening to me I don't care how you're listening to me some of you have already been hurt. Some of you are in that place of hurt right now. And you're saying, Pastor, I've been waiting for somebody to talk on this thing called hurt, because I want to be free. Amen. Most people want to be free from hurt, but just don't know how. Amen. The reason sometimes people come to church is because they want to be free from hurt. This is two hours I can get free from all the hurt and the pain. That's, good. That's, good. That's why some folk come. They come. Yeah, they come for a word, but they come to abandon hurt. Yes. Can I come here and be not feel hurt? That's what they do. That's what they do. You know, they're looking for something. So a lot of times folk come to be, I want to be free. It's got good. All right, let's go. Let's go. Y'all ready? Because we're going to be free from hurt. Amen. 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 Yet the world will hurt you. All right. All right. Kids, sometimes kids say you ever heard that saying kids say the darndest things. And sometimes they'll say some stuff that'll rock your world. When a kid don't get their way, sometimes they'll tell you they don't love you not knowing what they say, but they're trying to get their way. But in the process, the enemy uses that to tell you you're not a good parent. And so now you walk around with that hurt. I've known people, now watch this, before I, I I got a lot to do, and I'm going to review quickly. I know, I knew people who were mad and angry at me. Angry at me, irritated at me, because of who I was. And watch you say, what do you mean, but because of who? Because I reminded them of someone who hurt them. And see, you may be going through life blaming someone else, putting it off on someone else when you need to deal with that hurt because otherwise, hurt people will hurt people. And this child was bringing the heat on me. She's bringing the heat on me. And, and so I had to tell. I, you know, I had to tell what it was. And I said, and I, now, can I be real? Can I just go there? Huh? What happened? Oh, oh, praise the Lord. Okay. That was hurting you, wasn't it? She couldn't handle it. All right. and y'all, And see, on this side, they just let me be like that. They didn't even care. It didn't hurt them, you know. Until you hurt, you won't be motivated to change. Oh, okay, let me go. Amen. Oh, you won't, oh okay, let's move on. All right. Now, watch this. So I told, I told, this, uh, I told this young lady real quick, I got to go. But I told this young lady, I told, her, I told her husband, I said, I said, Doc, I ain't the problem, man. I said, I said, here's the problem. She's been bruised, she's been hurt, man. I said, she's been hurt real bad, man. And I, because the way she minus, she talks to me, I said, Doc, I gotta tell you something. I said, it ain't me, man. I said, she been hurt by another man. I'm not saying it's you, but somebody in her life put some heat on her. And another guy did some bad stuff. I I said, man, I can pick this up, Doc. I said, he said, nah, nah, ain't nothing like that. Ain't nothing like that. I said, okay. I brought her in. I said, babe, you've been hurt, had. I said, first let's just talk, talk to her. And then I said, then I got to the crux, I said, babe, you've been hurt. I said, tell the truth, you've been hurt, ain't you? She said, yeah. Here it come. She's reliving it. She's reliving it. Then it started coming down. And I said, who hurt you? Another fella hurt you, didn't he? She said, yes, he did. Somebody in authority. Yes, they did. So now every time you see pastor who's strong in his authority and won't let you get away with stuff, you think I'm that guy and you relive the moment and you relive the hurt. And so you've never been freed. So all you do because you don't get free is you keep going and hurting and you keep going to place to place because you never got free from what that thing that God said you should be free from. And so now I punish everybody else that looks like that guy. That's why some marriages go bad. That's why some marriages have different multiple marriages. Sometimes it's because, you know, hurt. I'm trying to get away from the hurt. And see, can I say something else? If you use people, and I got a lot of places to go, if you paint hurt on me or pain on my, every time I see you, Every time you see me, you put pain on me. Every time I see you, you'll run away from me. Why? Because I have now associated you with pain. And because I've associated you with pain, everything you do will never be right. And everything you do, I will now run from. And that's why marriages also crumble, because you've made your husband or your wife pain. You ever notice most people try to get away from pain? When that pain starts aching in your leg, what well you do, you try to stay off of it. You try to avoid it. Are y'all listening to me? We're going to be free from this hurt. Amen. Y'all ready? All right. All right. Here we go. Yeah, Boom. But I say unto you, which here love your enemies, do good to them which hate you. Oh, God. He just told me that there are going to be people out there on purpose that are going to hurt me. I mean, y'all got some folk in your life that just they, they just like you, but they won't hurt you. Soon as I said that, you could think of somebody. Yeah. See, that's why I say when we minister, we should minister in a way that minister ministers life, joy, peace and happiness. Are you with me? I shouldn't be a person that is ministering hurt. And, you know, the closer I get to you, the more I can understand what rings your bell. And the more I now can push, husband and wife, y'all can testify, the more I can push that very button that irritates you. All right, let's go on. Bless them that curse you and pray for them which despitefully use you, hurt. Despitefully try to hurt you. All right. And unto him that smiteth thee on the one cheek, offer also the other. And him that taketh away thy cloak, forbid him not to take thy coat for Bid him not to take thy coat also, hurt. All right. Did I tell you that Elijah? I, did I tell you to finish the story on Elijah? That she tells him Jezebel. That's where I got off on them women, didn't I? <laughs> Jezebel tells him she's gonna get him, and he runs. And then he tells God, "There ain't. I'm the only one left." He started then to have a pity party. And that's what we do. We run when we should be running to we run in away. And God had to tell him, hold up, hold, hold up. Cap. Hold up. Let, let me show you. Something. You ain't the only one I got. I said, he said, I got all these. You're tripping. You're all right. And see, a lot of times when we're walking in hurt, we're tripping. I know that in a word people won't want to hear, but a lot of times we trip. i, well, I got to get you there. Y'all ready? Hold on to the boat. All right, got to look at my time. Give to every man that asketh of thee and of him that take away thy goods. Ask them not again. Keep going. And as ye would that men should do to you, do ye also to them likewise. And if ye love them which love you, what thank have ye? For sinners also love those that love them. Oh, glory to God. I got to love them who try to hurt me. And sometimes that's the hardest type of love to give to somebody. Come on now. Let's be real. That's what faith is about. See, a lot of times we thought faith was just to get a house and get a car, but faith is so I can love you. Did y'all catch what I just said? Because some folk are just, even though they're in church, and some folk that I know, but some folk can just be some mean people. And sometimes we just want to be nasty just because. And let me clarify something. Just because you're 80 years old does not give you the right to say whatever you want. <laughs> I got to clean that one up. Because older folk have gotten to a place, I've earned it. Your grandmother say that. Your grandmama say that sometimes. Don't she? I earned it. So I'm going to say what I got to say. I don't care what nobody say. And you and you be like, no, grandmother, you can't say that. Yes, I can. No, you can't. You're hurting people. No, I don't care. They'll be all right. <laughs> you did not earn the right to say what you want. The older you get, you don't just get to say what you want. I'm going say whatever I want to say. No, you ain't. Some people I ran into, they ain't even 80, had no filter. Just say whatever comes to mind. That's not right. I got to think before I say something. Somebody say amen. And see, that's one thing you have to start doing. Thinking before. What would the Lord say? (laughs) Because sometimes we say some crazy stuff. How many of y'all have had in church had somebody say something crazy? And you go, what what was that? And then you walk away going, should I even come back? Because she going to be here again. And if she's here, she might say something else. And then you see that person. Now, see what happens? You got just received some pain. And so then you start painting that person, E-A-I-N. And so when you see him, you go like this, oh, God. And then you're wondering why nobody want to be around you, because you're the facilitator of pain. That was good. And if you do good to them, okay, next verse, please, darling. All right. And if you lend to them whom you hope to receive, what thank you have ye? For sinners also lend to sinners to receive as much again. All right. One of the things I want you to understand today, and we're going to walk into this. Here's our quick review. There are certain things that are when I'm walking in or uh, dealing with this thing called pain, that God's going to use it for his kingdom and it's still for his glory. All right. Write these very important points down that we got the other day, but we need to make sure we have them. Number one, we have to understand that spiritual growth, even in the midst of my pain, God's going to have me grow. And spiritual growth is not write it down. It's not a journey. I mean, it is a journey, but not a destination. That means I don't grow all, all at once. I don't get to this point and I, I've arrived. I'm always growing. Somebody say, I know that's right. Secondly, understand this, that my trials, even though what I am going through right now, will not last forever. The thing I'm in right now will not last forever. One day I'm going to be free. I'm going to be all out of this. Somebody say, Amen. All right. Matter of fact, the more I get revelation of, of the sun setting me free, I'm going to be free. Amen. All right. Some of you have been hurt. Some of you got some testimonies of how you've been hurt. Oh. Yes. Come on, somebody. Somebody said, done something to you. Amen. Glory to God. Am I right? Yeah. Amen. And some of you haven't even told your testimony yet because you don't know how to really say it without really pulling yourself back into that pain and that hurt. Well, I'm going to tell you today, you're going to get free. Amen. And you're going to be able to tell other people how you got free. Amen. And see, it is your job when God comforts you, and I'm going to show you scripture, it is your job after he comforts you that you go comfort someone else. Amen. I guarantee you what I'm teaching today, you're going to either have to use for yourself or you're going to have to help someone else. Yeah. Amen. Say it again. I know for myself, you will either use this for yourself or you're going to have to use it to help somebody else. Amen. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Amen. Are you listening to me? Yeah. You're going to use it for yourself. Because somehow, someway, you're going to get hurt. Right. How you deal with are you going to receive this thing? If you receive it, you're going to have problems. Yeah. All right. We're going to talk about that. All right. Y'all all right. All yeah. right. All right. Secondly. Or thirdly, we say, faith is, is, write this down, again, some of you may already have it, faith is a conscious choice to obey God in spite of my circumstances. Faith gives me the ability to live over my circumstances. As a believer, I should not be waiting to get a circumstance so that I can fight it. I should be waiting to walk. I should already be walking by faith so that when a thing does hit me, I have the faith to overcome whatever it is that has now befell me. Man, that's good. Somebody say amen. Amen. Boy, I hope you're getting something today. I am. Amen. Again, I said this earlier and I said again. I am not, everybody say this behind me, put this on your Facebook page, read it out, give it to everybody you can. I mean, this is what you, you're, you're writing everything else right there, you know, all right. I am not, watch this, watch this again. I am not responsible for, again, I'm saying this, I'm not responsible for what you do. I'm not responsible for what you do. See, because you can do some crazy stuff. I ain't responsible for it. When I stand before, and I will tell you what my daughter, I kept saying that, got on her nerves, got on her nerves. And, and this is where I, this point was birthed out of. It was partly birthed out of this. And she said, she said, and I, and I said, you know what, God, you know, what I mean? because you, you, you ever had have, have the point where you just want to tell somebody? And then like, again, you want to tell somebody and then you want to tell them and you just want to keep telling because you you get emboldened by telling you want somebody on your side. But you don't see because there are certain things you say in life. I want to show you that. And one of those things that, that we say in life when we get hurt, you, but you don't know. And we want to hold on to the hurt. So we say, but you don't know what happened to me. You don't know what I've been going through. Oh, man. Am I the only one to hear that? Hey, Amen. I mean, you do say that. You say, I don't, you don't know what happened to me. You don't know what they have said against me. You don't know how close they were to me. You don't know how, what i done for them. Hey, Amen. And that, those statements all come out of hurt. Because we're holding it. Are you with me? And so I'm talking to my daughter, so I start to say some of them things. Yeah, you don't, see, because I'm pastor, right? And I said, but you don't know what these folk be trying to do. (laughs) See, see, you don't see that. You don't get this. Yeah. And I said, I said, I said, you know, when you that's when you're really riled up. I learned that from my old, old bishop years ago. When he get riled up, he and so I said, I picked up that habit. Like, <laughs> all right. So and my daughter kept looking at and it was so funny. She was sitting there at the counter. She never stopped doing what she was doing, but she just looked up at me, and she repeated a statement. She said it two or three times. The third time, I had to walk away. I was like, ah. She said, but, Dad, how did you respond? I was like, but you don't understand what folk did. Do. You don't understand what they're saying. I said, you don't understand how the devil is. See, I had to make it spiritual. I had to make it spiritual now because she she was making me grow. She was making me change. The Lord was using her to make me change. Right, right. Amen. And to see the error of where I was. And so she said, but Dad. she said, And then she went calmly again. She said, but Dad, how did you respond? And I said, but, but, but. I, re- I, tell you, well, I tell you, I tell re- you, why are you going to ask me how I respond? They did it to me. How did you respond? Because dad didn't think she went real spiritual on me. Yeah. She said, at the end of the day, God's going to ask you about you. And he's really not going to be concerned about what was happening to you. He's going to be concerned about how you responded. Did you obey his word? Because he said, even no matter what comes your way, did you obey his word? But my husband was a knucklehead. Did you obey my word? But he is the meanest. Did you obey my word? But they all were talking about me. Did you obey my word? He's, so he's like, I will deal with them, but right now I'm dealing with you. Come on, Pastor. That's good. And that's some of the hardest things to go through. Did you obey my word? But but because we all want our way. We want someone to be in agreement with yes. us. Because when we're going through, we want someone to feel what we feel. Yeah. And we want to be Right. Come on, somebody. We want to be right. I don't care who you are. You want to be right. And being right is called self-centered. Most of the stuff you find yourself in is because you made a choice to be there. Now you've got to make a choice to get out. It's good stuff. I'm going to tell you the crux of most of your, lo- your problem is self-centeredness. You thinking about you. Most people said no. Most all offenses come out of self-centeredness. I want my way. Oh, I got to show you this. Is this good? All right. Y'all getting anything? So what happens to me is not not really what matters, but how I respond. Because people are going to say some nasty things. They're going to say some nasty words, but how are you going to respond? I tell this marriage couple all the time, you know, they're older. Somebody say they're older. It's amazing. Older folk have problems in marriage, too. And they can be married almost 50, 60 years and they still going, you know, and they're the greatest fighters in the world. And uh, and we tell them all the time, it's not how you respond. I mean, not how what they did to you. How did you respond? And I said, if you respond differently, you'll get a different answer. Amen. You can't respond back with the same level of what they gave you because you're going to get that back. Somebody say amen. If somebody talking nasty to me, you ever notice that, you know, when uh, I've noticed this, the Bible says a soft answer turns away. right. Right. So when they respond in high, you respond low. You ever notice that when you when you go calm with somebody who's trying to get mad, it just brings them right back. All right, let's go on, because I still got, I'm still, I'm still caught in a review. Isn't that wild? All right. Again, there are certain ways that, I mean, certain way, certain ways that hurt comes in. Write this down. Some of you guys, this is a review. This part is, I'm doing this so that you get it. Now, remember, God has sent that flight again back to Florida, but I can't guarantee you next week he's going to do the same thing. So you need to be around. Somebody say, be around. There are certain hurts that are hurt. Some hurts that are real and some hurt are it. Oh, I'm saying that wrong. Some hurt hurts are real and some hurts are imagined. Some hurts are what you perceive, but may may not be a hurt. Amen. Somebody say, amen. "Amen." Now, write this down. Here's my five points that I wanted you to get, and then we move on real quickly to new stuff. I got, I got some time to get, get our new stuff in. There are certain hurts, there are certain ways, avenues that hurts come. Number one, hurt, hurts come through death. Hurt comes through death. If you live long enough, somebody within your family is going to die. And when they die, depending on how close you were to them, and even some things that made it happen in your life, you're going to feel hurt. Amen. How you deal with that hurt will determine how long you stay. I'm being real with you. Amen. And if there has always been some of us who have went through that and some of that, some of us are still going through. Amen. God's not saying that you're not supposed to grieve and we're going to talk about that. But He's saying, don't let the enemy use that uncontrolled emotion to take you deeper into a depth that you're not supposed to be. Somebody say, "Amen." Amen. All right. See, because with it, I can build a memorial. And if I build a memorial, I'll never leave from that place that I'm at. Every one of us, listen to me, every one of us who live long enough and have family, you're going to see someone pass that you love. how you now, now you got to be real with this how you deal with it is going to determine how you come out Amen. and to those who have been there you know that is not the most pleasant feeling in the world Amen. when someone leaves that is so close to you and that you depend on some of y'all know what I'm talking about that eeks out emotions that you didn't really know you had. And sometimes you don't even feel like moving past yeah. and forward. Why? Because this thing has brought loss. And most all hurt the whole purpose is is to take you to loss so that you don't move. And see we have to see this thing And even when we come to death, we have to see it in a different light, see it in the light that God sees it so that we can get past. Otherwise, we won't move. For some of you who are there, this is going to help for some of you who will be there because every one of us will eventually have to eat this meal. I'm trying to tell you how to deal with this, and get to this place where you can deal with it. Do you, you never, let me say something about death. You never forget your loved one. That, that would be asinine for someone to tell you to do that. You never forget them. You still love them. You still care, you know, but we just don't worship them. Because we have to get to that place where we go, okay, I have to let you be where you are, and I have to now move forward. Does that make sense? Now, I'm dealing with this because, you know, it's either going to affect you or you're going to have to minister to someone who is. The proceeding is a recording by the teaching ministry of Abundant Life Christian Center in Newark, Delaware. If this has been a blessing to you and you wish to sow into our ministry, you may send a check or money order made payable to Abundant Life Christian Center or ALCC at P.O. Box 415, Bear, Delaware, 19701. Thank you for listening. And remember, Satan is defeated, darkness is dispelled, and Jesus Christ is Lord.